the sweets make you feel good when you don't have love in your life. Like, I want to eat this cheesecake. That's what we think we want. But subconsciously, what we really want is I want to satisfy my lack of love by eating the cheesecake because sweets make you feel good when you don't have love in your life. But you're trying to achieve a goal, but your value kind of goes against the goal. So there is often a clash between what we want, what we think we want, versus what we really want. Now you may say, wait a minute, what I think I want and what I really want, is there a difference? There is a difference. What we think we want operates on our conscious mind think so if we think we want this it's conscious decision or it's a conscious want but what we really want is a subconscious want so a conscious want is something that you know you want like I want to eat this cheesecake I know consciously I want that that's what we think we want but subconsciously what we really want is I want to satisfy uh, my lack of love by eating the cheesecake because sweets make you feel good when you don't have love in your life. So what we think we want is sugar, but what we really want is love. So that's why it's important to know the difference between what you think you want and what you really want. So sometimes we may think we want a relationship. In reality, we just want to quench the thirst of our animal nature. We may think we want a companion, but in reality, we just want to fulfill the lack of a father in our lives. We may think we want a lot of money. In reality, we may just want societal approval. We may think we want the newest shoes, but in reality, we just want to be accepted by our peers. We may think we want six-pack abs and a big booty, or for guys, you want big pecs and abs, when in reality, we just want to be masculine or feminine. So what we think we want is not really what we really want. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, podcast that will motivate and inspire you all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being ed talks daily is for you find ed talks daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review or tune in live every monday at 12 p.m by visiting fourradio.com What's up guys? So as you can see, I stopped posting a couple YouTube videos for the purpose of taking care of my mental health. 
you know why what do i what do you mean by that so every day i'm posting a bunch of videos all day every day and i just got to a point where i'm like man my whole life is being based on these videos like i gotta make a video today i gotta make a video tomorrow i can make a video the next day after that so you can become consumed by your craft like the thing that you're doing to empower others or yourself i always say the same box that can give you an identity can be the same box that takes away your destiny the same box that encloses the gift that resides inside of you can be the same box that contains the gift for being outside of you so i always say the same box that contains the gift that's inside of you can be the box that enslaves the gifts from coming outside of you so what i mean by that is the very things that gives us the power to like have a place in the world or have some sort of meaning in our lives can be the very thing that becomes the rat wheel that keeps us going in the same circle over and over so what i mean by that is like you may find something you really enjoy but then your craft became your prison cell. Now, some people say, well, if I'm in my creative space and I'm enjoying it and I'm blissed out, is it a prison cell? Well, anything that keeps you away from experiencing more than one experience, I believe is a cell of a prison. It could be a mental prison, emotional prison, prisons of your past or prisons of your talents. So you may say, I'm good at this one thing, so I'm going to keep doing this thing. And this thing became the pseudo freedom. Pseudo freedom meaning that you do this thing because you think it's the only thing you can do. And it gives you an excuse to not do anything else. Some people say that, okay, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. You know, I can do whatever I want. So we categorize indulgence as freedom we categorize lack of self-control as being free like i'm free so i can do this one thing and i can only do this that's my passion i'm going to stick to it so i don't need to focus on this other thing so i call that pseudo freedom because you're using something that enslaves you the box of what you know as the only thing in the world that can give you joy and happiness and blissfulness so when we're pseudo free we're never really free we just have the illusion of thinking that we are free so let's take a look at your life i can't take a look at your life but take a look at your own life what are some of the things in your life that you are categorizing yourself as but using that as a limitation it's a limitation but you're acting as if it's your unlimited possibility you know what i mean it's like it's a limitation for you but you acting as if it's your value that you treasure so much that you won't get out of now like values can work two ways values can either guard the beliefs that propel you or it can guard the beliefs that destroy you values can work two ways it can either guard the beliefs that propel you or it can guard the beliefs that destroy you. So some people don't necessarily have set values, but they have no set values, which is also a value. So to have a value and to not have a value is the same thing.
It's either you consciously value things or we subconsciously become the value of a sum total of things that just happened to you. It's either you consciously choose your values or you subconsciously pick up your values. So it's either you hold yourself to a standard or you have no standards. But either way, both are values that dictate your life. Now, is either one powerful more than the other? Not so much. But both of them have equal power on determining the quality of your life. So let's say you're trying to do something with your health, but you value something along the lines of eating meat, right? Let's say you value having social drinks with your friends. Let's say you value certain things. But you're trying to achieve a goal, but your value kind of goes against the goal. So there is often a clash between what we want, what we think we want, versus what we really want. Now you may say, wait a minute, what I think I want and what I really want, is there a difference? There is a difference. What we think we want operates on our conscious mind think so if we think we want this it's conscious decision or it's a conscious want but what we really want is a subconscious want so a conscious want is something that you know you want like I want to eat this cheesecake I know consciously I want that that's what we think we want but subconsciously what we really want is I want to satisfy uh, my lack of love by eating the cheesecake because sweets make you feel good when you don't have love in your life. So what we think we want is sugar, but what we really want is love. So that's why it's important to know the difference between what you think you want and what you really want. So sometimes we may think we want a relationship. In reality, we just want to quench the thirst of our animal nature we may think we want a companion but in reality we just want to fulfill the lack of a father in our lives we may think we want a lot of money in reality we may just want societal approval we may think we want the newest shoes but in reality we just want to be accepted by our peers we may think we want six-pack abs and a big booty or for guys you want big pecs and abs when in reality we just want to be masculine or feminine so what we think we want is not really what we really want now how do you become free now freedom is when you, what you think you want and what you really want merges together so that's when the subconscious and the conscious work in joint to move you forward so most of us are living our lives like this what we think we want we're moving forward what we really want is pulling us back so we're trying to go this way but in reality we're trying to go that way so that tugging and pulling from one direction and another direction breaks our hearts and breaks us apart so that's why some people say I feel like my life is breaking down because there is a imbalance between what we think we want and what we really want and that imbalance causes 
frustration and causes feeling like life is tugging up at you and it's like a tug of war between your conscious and your subconscious. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download a free trial today and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks. But the thing with subconscious and conscious tug of war is that nobody wins the war. You cannot win a war against yourself. So if your subconscious is pulling you back and your conscious is trying to pull you forward, you're only breaking yourself apart. Now, most people live a life like that forever, breaking themselves and their cells apart because there is the smoke caused by the fire of going in one direction by the desire of wanting to go in one direction and the fire burning you by going the opposite direction. Now I'm trying to use these analogies here so that you can really get the difference between what you think you want and what you really want. So let's take some steps of action. We're gonna make a list of certain things that you think you want, then I want you to do some self-analysis to say what you really want. Now, this may be a little difficult for you if you've never done this type of work before, but maybe you can get the help of a professional or a friend that can tell you what you really want. So, oftentimes what we want on the sub, on the, what we want above the level is only a fraction of what's underneath the level. So let's think about Titanic. Have you ever watched the Titanic movie where the Titanic was going towards wherever it was going and the, the captain of the ship or the people who were looking out to see if there's anything in the way saw like there was a tip of the iceberg. They thought to themselves that, well, we can get over this. It's no big deal. It's just a small little iceberg. You know, it's like, oh, this is not a big deal. It's just a small circumstance, you know. Oh, this is not a big deal. It's just an argument. Oh, this is not a big deal. It's just one decision, like, I'm going to get this, right? It's not a big deal. So that's what we see above the surface. It's like the iceberg theory, right? So there's something above the surface, but then there's the truth of what's actually underneath the surface. So the reason why the Titanic boat sank ultimately is because the people on the ship only looked at the tip of the iceberg but they didn't look at the full iceberg so if you're making your decisions based on what you see 
Sight is what you see in front of you. Insight is what you see inside. Sight inside, self-reflection. So if you see what's ahead of you and you're like, oh, this is just a small issue, but you don't see what's inside of you, then you will wreck. <laughs> so we don't want to be like the Titanic. You know, we don't want our lives to be the Titanic story. We want our lives to be a success story, right? So when we look at certain things, if our vision only sees what's about 20 feet ahead, um, we need to have internal vision to see what's 20 feet deep. If our vision only sees what's 10 feet ahead, we need to have internal vision to see what's 20 feet deep. What's below the surface determines your success way more than what's above the surface. Which means what's inside of you is a greater determining factor than what's outside of you. So a lot of us, we do what I call, we don't look in the mirror, we just look at the mirror, right? The mirror can become the thing you look at and not yourself. I want you to try just looking like so deep into, if you go, okay, actually my bad. If you go really close to the mirror, if you go really, really close to what's in front of you, are you gonna see your reflection or is it gonna be kind of weird? Okay, so I'm gonna try doing this to the lens. Like if I just looked at the lens really close, then at some point you can't really see my face anymore. It's like if I even reversed it, if I look at the lens like this close, at some point you only see my eyeball, right? So it's like the same thing. If we only look at the objects, then we can't see the reflection of the objects. So now to reflect is a very important thing, okay? Now, when was the last time you sat down with yourself and you did a self-reflection of different things that led you to different results? If you can work backwards from your results, you can work forward towards a better result. If you can work backwards from your current results that's not getting you to the place you want to be, if you can work backward from the results that's not letting you achieve the things you want to achieve, then you can work forward towards a desired results. If you could reverse engineer your failures, you can engineer your successes. If you can reverse engineer the ill qualities, you can literally build the qualities that you want. So there is something about reversing to go forward. It's like a three-point turn. Have you ever had to do a three-point turn before? Yeah, you're trying to go this direction, but sometimes it's too narrow to go that direction. So if you want to go towards that direction, you got to make a three-point turn. So sometimes in your life, you have to make what I call the three-point turn subconsciously. So that means you got to go forward and you go back. You take a step forward and you take a step back and then you can finally turn and make the way. Or let's think about parallel parking. So now sometimes if you're parallel parking, you got to go forward and you got to go back and you got to go forward again. And then you got to look back and then you got to see that you're not hitting the car behind you. And then when you go forward, you got to make sure you're not hitting the car in front of you. So sometimes you got to parallel park so that we can reflect 
then we have the three-point turn so that we can move forward. So if he didn't pass your driving test, it's not my fault. That, that's your fault. But if he did, you know what I'm talking about. So it's the same thing with life. Sometimes we got to either take a three-point turn to go forward or we got to a parallel park to reflect. Now, both of them allow you to step back so that you can go forward. Now, let's say you are trying to read something off of a wall and you are super close to this wall. It's like, this is you and this is the wall. You ever been stuck in your life and you're trying to figure out what to do, but the wall is this close to your face. How can you see what's on the wall if you don't back up to see what's on the wall? It's the same thing. If you're too close to the problem, you gotta step backwards. Now, there was a lady, I don't forget, I don't remember her name, she's a celebrity by the way. She said, if you've been stepping in your shit for too long, you start to forget that it stinks. It's the same thing. If you've been in pool for so long, then you start to forget that it stinks. So if you've been in some situation for so long, your nose starts to adjust to the smell of your life. Now, if you smoke cigarettes, then you will not smell the cigarettes anymore. You will become nose blind to it. So just like we're nose blind to smoke or we're nose blind to dog shit, we can be nose blind to the bullshit. <laughs> so what that means is you've been in it for so long that you don't know what you don't know. I like this quote better. The problem is you've been with yourself for so long. You don't know how great you are because you've been, you normalize your greatness. Or on the other side, you've been with yourself so much. You don't know how many ill habits that you have because you started to normalize those ill habits you became you made the habits that is the destroyer of your dreams as the box that encloses your mindset and become the prison cell that holds you and your past self so that's the duality of life the same thing that propels us can be the same thing that holds us back so the same person that you are today is the same person that's going to get you out of the bullshit that you're in. <laughs> By that, I mean, this, this. okay, so not the same person, persons, but I'm saying the same being, the same being that you are today is the same being that's going to propel you forward. But the same person is not the same person that's going to get you to where you want to be. So your being never changes. So your being never changes. The person that you are is not the being that you are. What I mean is, there's a difference between your spirit and your personality. Person, let's say, okay, let's talk, let's talk about this in this way. So let's say you're a person and you live in a specific way of being and we're gonna call that your person nationality. So you live in a nation of a specific way of being and you're a person in that nation. Can you not transfer that person to a different nation and build a new personality? Yeah, you can. If I lived in the United States, 
I can forego my American passport and become Australian if I choose to. Which means your personality can change based on the environment that you live in. Which means if you change your mental environment, you can change your personality. But if I move from United States to Australia, my, my nationality changed, right? But did the being change? Did my spirit and my essence change? Nah, not really. I'm still the same soul, but I just embodied a different way of expressing that soul. So what I'm saying is, if I didn't confuse you yet, if you're still with me, and I hope you stick with me throughout this video, you cannot change your being, but you can change the person that you're being, okay? So that means if you reflect and if you add in the proper ingredients, you can literally begin to transform the way that people see you in this vicinity, in this vicinity we call life. But sometimes if your vision is fogged, if you have a foggy vision and you can't even see yourself, then you can't make the adjustments that would allow people to see you in a different light. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. You know what I mean? If you can't even see yourself, and if you won't even look in the mirror, then you can't even take the chat, you can't even start making the changes that will make you an attractive person. So that's why I'm urging you to do some self-reflection. You gotta look at yourself, or if you don't look at yourself, then you can't make the changes you need to make. Now, I want you to count how many times you look in the mirror versus how many times you look within yourself. How many times you look within your own mental environment? Now, we may look at people, we like to people watch. So I'm guilty for this too, right? So I like to go to parties and events for no apparent reason, but to just look at people, right? I don't know why, but I enjoy doing it. So I'm like sitting there, and I'm just looking at people. So maybe somebody's looking at me right now. Right? There are people watching. But you people watch, but how come you never look at yourself? Okay, so we're like, okay, I'm gonna watch all of these people. So everybody is going about their own business and you're not minding your own business. <laughs> so everybody minding their business and you're minding their business with them. Why don't you mind your own business? <laughs> Focus on the business of yourself. See, sight is what you see in front of you. Insight is what you see inside of you. So in more than ever in our generation, we need to see what's going on within ourselves so that we can project what we want outside ourselves. What do I mean by that? 
when was the last time you really thought about what you're thinking about and what was the last time you thought about the quality state of your mental health like when was the last time you really thought about man how am i feeling right now i ask this question to people like how is your mental health from one to ten the reason why i ask that question is because we don't often ask ourselves how am i feeling right now oh why am i doing this to myself oh why am i calling this person oh why am i judging this person oh why am i eating this food oh why am i mad or angry or frustrated we don't ask ourselves questions that forces us to look at ourselves okay so some of us wake up in the morning and we will gladly look at our image in the mirror we look at ourselves in the mirror but we never look at our self-image wow i want that to seek in right to like sneak in we look at ourselves in the mirror but we don't look at our self-image now there is the self picture there's how you look in the mirror and there's how your image in inside of you right that's called imagination to image in right what's inside of you now can you ever see inside of you or do you have to imagine how inside of you looks like imagination is when you image in self-image is how you really see yourself okay i'm gonna make another video about self-image but self-image is how you really see yourself and the image of yourself is what you think you see so when we look in the mirror just com all comes back full circle there's what we think we see and there's what we really see okay there is the third eye and there's there's your two eyes <laughs> so you look at yourself and you'd be like okay i see a beautiful person but when you look inside if you really did you'd see a person who needs some counseling and if you do go get some right so there's what you see in front of you and there's what is in the back of your head as the person you really are so that's the next thing i want you to work on an action step besides the two column chart of what you think you see and what you really see or what you think you are and what you really are and you get the picture i want you to start to focus in the imagination so you're going to image in what you want to see versus what you actually see you're going to image in what you want to think versus what you actually think you're going to image in the person you want to be versus the person you are right now your being will always be open enough to evolve the person that you are will be resistant to change so there will be a fight between your being and the person that you are but as i close out this video i'm going to remind you that your being is way powerful than the person you are right now your being is stronger than the weakness of the character of the person you are right now your being is more creative than the drowned out person that you are right now
your being is more accepting, willing to change than the person that is resistant and that is skeptical, that doesn't want to change. So there's always a battle between the being of the possibilities of your future and the person that places the limitation based on your past. But if you start to take a three-point turn in your mental space by going backwards and then going forward or parallel parking for self-reflection, then you can go somewhere that you've never been. But let's think about this. If you were sitting in your car and you parallel parked and you've been parked for like two, three years, but you were trying to get to California from Florida, parallel parked. Are you ever gonna go to California from Florida if you don't put the key in the ignition and turn the engine over? So that's the last step. You can reflect, you can think, you can step back and look forward, you can look within, but you gotta start the car. You gotta start the vehicle of your mind and you gotta set the GPS, the global push positioning system of your mind towards a new direction. Now you could be determined, but you gotta set the direction. Then now you gotta start the car and then you gotta put your feet to the pedal. You gotta step on gas. Sometimes you gonna have to brake on red lights, but you gotta keep on driving. Sometimes it's a longer drive, it may rain, it may hail, and you may get somebody to cut you off. But if you keep driving for that couple of days that it takes from Florida to California, you're gonna get there eventually. But you have to have the mentality that if you start, you can get to your destination. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I wanna thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Direction determines destination and action actually gets you to your destination. So unless you act on your ideas or if you don't act on the video, then it all doesn't work out for you. So you kind of have to act. You kind of have to turn the ignition, turn over your life so you can actually move to a new direction. Now, there's some people who's going to be at the bus stop or some people who's sitting in their cars and they might be talking that ish. They may be like, yeah, you're going to drive to California, but you never did that before. How are you going to drive to California? What if you get kidnapped? You can't focus on the people who are still parallel parked in life. You got to take advice from the person who has taken the trip. If you didn't go to California before, you're not credible enough to tell me I can't go to Cali because you never went. So don't take advice from a person who haven't even gotten their license. You can't take advice. You can't learn how to drive from someone who don't know how to drive. It doesn't make any sense. So sometimes you're taking direction from people who don't drive to tell you how to drive your own life. How, how are you going to tell me how to drive if you've never driven 10 miles 
I'm trying to drive 50 miles and you're trying to tell me how to drive and you never drove five miles. Doesn't make any sense. So you gotta stop listening to the naysayers telling you that you can't go that way and they never went their damn selves. So you can only take advice from those who have been there. And if you have nobody that's been there, then you don't need any advice. Just try it out for yourself. But the beauty of it is there's a roadmap to everything because there's enough people that have done what you're trying to do. If you're trying to be at peace, there's somebody who's done that. If you're trying to be financially stable, there's somebody who's done that. If you're trying to fix your credit, somebody done that. If you're trying to build a business, somebody done that. You're trying to do hair, somebody done that. You're trying to become a speaker, somebody done that. There is nothing that you're trying to do that somebody has not yet done. Maybe they have not done it in the way you want to do it. Now that's when you can add your being, your secret sauce called you to the salad sauce. <laughs> but unless you, that's, that's the um, it factor, right? That's, the, um, that's what makes it different. You gotta add you to the formula. But there's somebody out there that has done what you're trying to do. But don't listen to the people who have not done what you're trying to do as your limitation. All right. So imitate those who have done it and don't let those who have not done it set limitations on what you can do. It's the holistic motivator here, guys. Now, if this message did not resonate, if it didn't make any sense to you, then don't like this video. Don't share it. Don't subscribe. Don't do anything. Just leave and peace be on to you. But if this made a difference in your life, then I want to invite you to subscribe to my channel. Uh, share the video. Like it. Tag somebody. Send it to your mama, your cousin, your sister. And help this grow. And that's my message and I'm sticking to it. It's Edward Giles, The Holistic Motivator. I want to remind you that you have the unlimited power in you to achieve what you want, to become and evolve to the person you were created to be. But you must believe it before you can achieve it. And until you do that, the world will forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, all the great things that you got to offer. So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Peace. remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be but first you must believe it in order to achieve it and until that happens the world will forever miss your talents your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer so let your light shine don't hide it don't dim it thank you find ed talks daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.